Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Squeaky Chair. Just kidding. The Squeaky Chair will be making an appearance, but this is the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. And I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo. Mr. Lee uh, Schwartz is out tonight, and that's okay. He had something going on, and life is definitely important. Life happens. Sometimes I miss. It's okay. Not a big deal. We are going to miss Lee, but we're going to fly on and head on straight into... This amazing Sunday slate, we've got kind of a two-slate Sunday here, and we have an early slate that's only two games, which uh, eh, I'm not super interested in. We're going to cover it, but I'm not super interested in it. And then we also have a later six-game slate, so we've got eight games in total, but that's two different slates. And we're going to jump into you know some good plays with that and uh, also talk about some Thrive Fantasy plays. But before I jump into all of that, I do want to tell you guys real quick before we get started about the DFS Pass. You guys should go get it. I crushed it yesterday. If you guys followed me on Twitter, at Keith, you saw me post three of my favorite plays of the night. And I had Steph Curry on there. I had Walker Kessler on there. And I had Kyle Anderson on there. And they all crushed it. Kyle Anderson, Walker Kessler were, were flames. They were 6x value, uh, better than 6x value slightly. And uh, Steph Curry was the third leading scorer on the DraftKings slate. So uh, absolutely crushed it there. You guys should get that DFS pass four ninety nine a month. You can get all of the plays and go ahead and you know, build your lineups there with us over at Sports Ethos. And uh, it's super cheap. And, you know, it's not going to last long, so you should grab it now. Uh, we also have the Ethos 360 Pass, where you get the Wager Pass and the Fantasy Pass as well on top of that DFS Pass. So you should go get all of that. All those goodies at SportsEthos.com. Tom Key sent you. I don't know. Maybe you can add something in the order. I'm not sure. Uh, but, hey, let's get down to it, man. We've got this early two-game slate here. Uh, I do have some injury news. Actually, quite a bit of injury news for just a two-gamer. I'm actually going to run through everything, though. Uh, even stuff that's old, just to kind of refresh our brains. It's only two games, four teams, but there is a lot of injury news here, so bear with me. Brandon Ingram is out. Herb Jones also out, so that's some uh, interesting stuff in, Pel in Pelicans land. CP3 still out. And so, you know, the Suns. Uh, Jakob Pertl still out. Going to be out for probably another game or two. Uh, Jeremy Sohan also out on that Spurs team. And Josh Richardson is questionable. And McDermott is doubtful. So that's some stuff we got to keep our eye on here. We'll talk about that. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., likely out for this one for Denver. And Cam Johnson uh, for the Suns. <laughs> I had this messed up again. And Torrey Craig are both out, which is really interesting. That's probably the most interesting thing with the Suns. CP3 being out, we've kind of known that one before. Uh, Cam Johnson also being out, we've known that before as well. But uh, Torrey Craig is out now too, which makes for some interesting picks here. <clears throat> Especially on a two-game slate, you have to find something to be kind of unique, find something that uh, a little bit of a diamond in the rough. The other people may not be find you know may not be looking at may not be finding someone with low ownership that's going to beat their value, beat their price tag. That's what I'm gonna help you do. So let's talk about these games here. We've got uh, Denver and the Pelicans. I think we do have uh, a spread and everything like that. I'm trying to reload my page. Uh, it does for some reason time me out after a certain amount of time. So I'm hoping maybe I'll find something better. If you guys know anything better out there, let me know. Put it in the comments. Give me a five star review and say hey this instead, you idiot, because I will. Uh, Nuggets and Pelicans, I don't see a game total yet, but I do have the Nuggets as being one-point favorites in this one, which is, you know, seems right to me. Seems legit. Nuggets are slight favorites here. Pelicans playing good basketball. Should be a fun game. 
honestly. Uh, but I do have some interest here on both sides of the basketball, most on the Pelican side, just because of uh, B.I. and Herb Jones being out, of course. But on the Denver side, I do have some interest here in Jamal Murray at 7,000. Seems like a really safe bet here to make 5x value. He's been playing very well. Uh, Pelicans, you know, I wouldn't say their backcourt is necessarily great defensively. Uh, no Herb Jones, who's one of their better defensive players, is not in, in this one. So uh, I do like Jamal Murray at 7, 7K. All he's got to do to get 5x value there is hit 35 DK points. He's been doing that pretty regularly. Uh, you know, he's not going to crush it. Probably not going to put up a 50 DK point game with, that, with Jokic still in the lineup. And, and the Denver Nuggets are relatively helped. Have a few people out, but you know, so there's still both Thailand, there's still uh, uh, the Contavious goal. Well, I mean, there's there's people that can score on the team, so he doesn't need to like shoulder an inordinate amount of the offense. So, seems like fair price, seems like a fair play, not necessarily a fair play on the, on the whole slate, but uh, still a pretty good play. Probably my favorite play on the whole slate, though, is probably going to be Trey Murphy at 5'9, <laughs> and all he needs to do to hit 6x value there. Has put up about uh, 33, 34 DK points for us, and he can easily do that. Easily do that. I mean, it's not necessarily the best matchup in the world for the Pelicans here against the, the Nuggets. Nuggets do play a little bit slower. They have one of the best centers in the game of basketball, so they want to get him involved in the offense. They do a lot of half-court stuff. It's a bit of a slower pace, so, you know, it's not necessarily the, the my favorite matchup in the whole world, but without uh, Herb Jones and without Rand Ingram, Trey Murphy uh, probably going to hit value there at 5'9". So, again, another safe play. Dyson Daniels at 4,500. I am not super into him, but I will have him in my player pool if I need to go to him. I will. There's no Herb, no BI. Uh, we've seen what he's done without those guys. been getting plenty of minutes here. What's he been doing with them, though? Not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, he had one good game, uh, you know, for DFS purposes. Not that he's a bad player in real life. I mean, you have to, you have to understand how to separate that, right? Real life and DFS are not one and the same. They are slightly different. And for DFS purposes, uh, not my favorite target. Uh, Larry Nance Jr., 3,900. I do have some interest in him as well. He's been getting 22, 23 minutes-ish in that range. These games haven't been super-duper close for the Pelicans recently, but he's a skilled basketball player. And, you know, against the Denver Nuggets squad, if they want to win, you know, they're going to have to find some something to bring Jokic out of the paint to... Um, you know, perhaps play you know, a little bit of defense on those bigger guys Denver has. So <clears throat> I do like Larry Dips Jr. at 3,900. I think he's kind of a sneaky play here. I don't think a lot of people are going to have him. So if you want someone that's going to make you a little bit unique, I think that's one of them. I think he's going to have low ownership. He doesn't exactly jump off the page at you. Uh, and his numbers recently haven't been killer. But he was uh, having really, really good games before. Obviously, the Nuggets were more banged up before. So he doesn't quite have as much opportunity now. So he's a bit of a risky play. but. 3,900, there's not much risk associated with that. Okay, moving on, though, for the Phoenix Suns and the San Antonio Spurs, the second game on the slate, and this one I have more interest in, obviously. Uh, I will say, though, that this there's blow-up potential here, right? It's a 10.5. Well, actually, now it's a 10-point spread in favor of the Suns. Um, you know, I think the Spurs can keep this competitive. I'm not, like, predicting a blowout. The Suns have, like... The Suns seem to jump out to leads and then like let the other team back in, and then you know, they'll end up winning by 20, but it's still kind of a struggle. Like Booker's been putting up crazy lines, so that's why Devin Booker is probably my favorite spin-up option on the slate at 10,200. I know Jokic is on the slate, 
Can't believe me if you go to him. It's not my favorite matchup for Jokic against a pretty, I wouldn't say intimidating, but uh, a solid interior, uh, you know, defense in Jonas Valanciunas and and uh, Zion Williamson over there. It's not like my favorite matchup for Jokic. I think he's a very skilled basketball player, and it doesn't really matter. He's pretty much matchup proof. But I love Devin Booker at ten two against the Spurs team. Uh, obviously, Spurs play not so much defense. Are not a very good team. Uh, again, that blow potential is there, but I do think that they keep it closer here. Um, there's quite a few injuries on their side, so. But there have been. I mean, you know, and Spurs still, they still battle. They still play. They're playing for pop, you know. But yeah. Um, okay, on the Spurs side. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I do have some more interest also on the uh, Phoenix Sun side. I have a lot of interest in DeAndre Ayton at seven seven, seven seven. Um, you know, I, I called Aiden having a big game against, I think it was Utah, which was a weak interior defense. You know, he had disappeared for a bit and people were probably off of him. He's going to have more ownership now because he's been having really good games. He just had, a, I think, not, a, not such a good game in the last one, but <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Uh, this is a good matchup for any center that's a really good center. DeAndre Aiden is a really good center, offensively, defensively, all around. Rebounds. He does... The things the center should do very well, and so seven seven for him is uh, feels like a fair price to me. I think you're looking at probably five x value and hoping for six x, <clears throat> and I think it's safe. Uh, I but no Darius Sarge though that's probably my value play on this slate here thirty three hundred. He shot horribly in their last game. What was it? <laughs> he shot like two of ten or something. Um, let's see here. Uh, I have to pull it up again. Um, but he shot terribly, and he still put up a pretty decent line, honestly, uh, for that price tag. Let me see. He shot 1 of 5. Played 21 minutes, though. 21 minutes. Uh, 1 of 4 from 3. So four of those five shots were three-pointers. Put up two blocks, two assists, four rebounds. This is the Spurs, though. And again, the Spurs, you don't necessarily need to have like a back-to-the-basket offensive game to manhandle the Spurs. You need to grab boards and put, have putbacks. And, you know, I don't think he's going to shoot that many threes in this one. He can shoot the three ball. But I think he's going to get some easy buckets in this one, and I think that's going to, you know, he's going to have boards. I think he's pretty safe to produce, you know, 20-ish DK points as long as he's getting those 20, 21 minutes. And they've got no Tory Craig. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a whole lot. I think there's some upside there as well. But I think he's going to be, I wouldn't say a sneaky play. I think there's going to be plenty of people on him. But I think he's going to be a solid value play for you. Uh, Charles Bassey on the Spurs side. That's the only guy I've got really a lot of interest in on the Spurs side. And he's 3,400. And the reason being, obviously, you know, Jakob Pertl, um, they're going to play Zach Collins. I think Zach Collins is one of those guys that just screams to me like a guy that's just looking to lose his role. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's flash potential here and there, but he's just like such a forgettable, he doesn't do enough to impact the game. I just don't feel like there, he has a solid grip on, you know, any starting role that he ever is going to be gifted in the NBA. So uh, even here, you know, I think uh, Charles Bassey at 3,400, is a very solid play. <clears throat> They're gonna need somebody to try to slow down Eaton, and you know he probably is gonna get same similar workload. The last one he got about twenty-ish minutes, twenty-one minutes, something like that. 
And he's going to get that same workload here again. Uh, don't know if he's going to slow down Aiton, but they're going to try. As long as he's on the floor, he'll be producing rebounds, points, blocks, all the big man stats. But that's it. That's what I like for the two-game slate. Now let's move on to the main six-game slate. There's actually probably less injury news on here that we need to keep track of right now. But, of course, always keep track of that <clears throat> as we're coming up to tip. And if you guys are in our DFS pass, you'll be in that Discord with us chatting and asking us our opinion on things. Someone asked me if they should play Kevin Love in the, in the uh, last one, in the uh, Cavs' last play. And I said, yeah. They were worried about his minutes. I know I think it was Roto World had a – uh, Blair about there that was like, oh, we don't know if he's going to get 30 minutes. I doesn't need 30 minutes against a team like that. It was Orlando. 23 minutes is what he got. He put up 33-ish, 32 DK points. Like, Yeah, it was it was easy. Easy call. Uh, but somebody asked that in Discord. I gave it to him. And that was a late-breaking news, obviously. Kevin Love got ruled in. I said, go play him. Go play him. It was a good call. Uh, okay, so we need to stay on top of, for the six-game slate, uh, LeBron James. Questionable. That's a big one. Really need to keep on track of that. Um, I don't have him in my, in my player pool currently, but if LeBron James is out, I think I have to add Russell Westbrook to my player pool at 6,500. I think his salary is. I, yeah, I don't know. Don't like it, but I think I have to. Uh, anyways, Halliburton is questionable. Ben Simmons is out. Jared Allen, out still. Dean Wade, also out, which is a big one. Talk about that. Uh, Josh Hart, questionable. And Nazir Little, out. Those are big ones, too. Obviously, a, a hole at the wing position there in Portland. Uh, Marcus Smart, questionable. Another big one. Not so such a big one. I end with the, like, the least. This is the one that doesn't matter at all. Javante Green, questionable. It does matter uh, a little bit, but there's not really a whole lot to take from that. I just wanted to add it there because the Bulls. <laughs> Javon Taker questionable. Anyways, let's move on to uh, my favorite plays here. And um, we're going to go with, you know what, we're just going to do it in any order I have it. That's fine. Memphis and Detroit, I have uh, just one play here that I like here. I like John Moran, 10-5. I uh, think this is a good matchup, obviously. Detroit doesn't play a whole lot of defense. They've got Jade Nivey out there jacking up shots. They've got Bojan Bogdanovich. Jacking up shots. When they jack up shots like that, it creates long rebounds, which gets the guards out and the uh, the opposing guards out in transition running. And where does John Morant excel? Think about that one for a little bit. So I do love, love me some John Morant at 10-5. <clears throat> That's all I like in that game, really. Not going to go to Boja. I saw his uh, seller was like 6-7. Just, just, nah, I don't think it's... I don't think he's even like a lock to make 5x value there. This shot's not falling. Anyways, Indiana versus Portland. I've got a whole, whole, whole lot of interest in this game. A whole lot of interest. Uh, if Tyrese Halliburton is in at 9,100, I think that's a smash spot for him. 9,100. If he plays, I think this is a, a great, great spot for him. Going to be a shootout. Going to be a high-scoring affair. Do I have a total yet for that game? Oh, of course. He disconnected on me again. You son of a... Um... If I don't have a total for this game, which I'm waiting for it to load, uh, okay, uh, it did load. I don't have a total yet, but I no total yet. But I'm I'm almost confident that's going to be high. <laughs> I do have a spread here, DraftKings, three and a half points in the Trailblazers' favor. So going to be a close one. I think that's right. I think it is going to be a close one. Anyways, uh, Terry Celebrant, ninety-one hundred. I like him a lot. If he's out, Benny Matherin, Benedict Matherin, fifty-five hundred. Got to be a lock for me. If Halliburton's out in this game environment, yeah, 
Yeah. I think you can look at some of those other guards. Uh, also in Indiana that I don't, uh, for some reason, have on my list here. Um, but like uh, Dembard, 4,100. You can look at him with no Halliburton or a McConnell, 4,000. I mean, I don't mind that. Uh, don't think he has a huge ceiling, to be honest with you. But not a bad play, 4,000. Uh, Niesmith, 3,600. Think you can look at that as well, definitely, for sure. <laughs> definitely higher ceiling for Neesmith. So, those three guys are who I'd probably be looking at uh, also in the value range if there's no Halliburton. Uh, on the other side of the ball, though, I like all, all, all the Trailblazers. Can we just move on? No, I just, I do. I love them all. Uh, I think they're all actually really fairly priced. Every Simons, I'll start with them. 8,600. Same price point as the last one. Really? Really? He just put up a monster game. Uh, I mean, it was a career high, I believe, for him. He's not going to put up the same kind of numbers, probably. But same price. And Indiana Pacers are 26 at opponent point per game. So, points per game. So, this is another good spot for him. No Damian Lillard. I just, yeah, I like it. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 7,300. He's hit 5x value in five games in a row. Crushing it with no Damian Lillard. He is, I was a doubter. I was a Jeremy Grant running an offense, being a key cog in the offensive scheme of your basketball team, doubter. And he's proven me wrong. I have to buy in now. 7300 I think it's a fair fair price for him. Again, you're looking for 5X there. It's a safe bet. It's not necessarily going to get you. You're not hitting 7X. Maybe 6X. Not 7X, probably. I do like me some use of Nurkic at 6600 I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of them, to be honest with you. Like some other centers I've already mentioned too. Well, those are that was from your game slate actually. No, but I like some other centers that are just. And I like some other trailblazers that I just. I'm, I'm not going to stack like five trailblazers. I don't, I don't think you even can for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but either way, I I don't. I'm very hesitant to stack. You know, four or five guys in the same team. It's just not. Not going to do it. So, and I have, I have some interest in Justice Winslow at 5100. He did not shoot. He shot like three. He shot three shots last week. I don't know why. Kind of odd. All the games before that, he's shooting 10, 11 shots. And he still still hit like basically 5x value. Only shooting three shots because he's contributing a rebounds, assists, steals. So outside of that last kind of dud, where it wasn't even really a dud. Pretty safe floor, I would say, for him, as long as he's, you know, as long as Nazir Litter's out. And I would definitely keep my eye on Josh Hart's status. If Josh Hart is in, Justice Winslow's probably dropping off my list here. But as long as Hart's out, 5,100 for Justice Winslow seems like more than fair. Same thing for Trenton Watford. Trenton Watford has been getting 30 plus minutes the last two games and putting up decent lines 21 you know, to 26 DK points. At 3,500, yep, that's, yep, play that. You take it. Again, I on Josh Hart's status. If Josh Hart is in, I'm probably taking those last two guys off my list. Moving on, Boston and Brooklyn. I've got some interest in uh, Malcolm Bragg, 4,900. Derek White's actually the same exact salary, but Brogdon has the considerably higher ceiling. I mean, watch Derek White have just a killer game now. He might. I wouldn't put it past him. But I love 
uh, Brogdon at 4,900 if Smart is out. Even if Smart is in, I think he's a fair play at 4,900 against his Brooklyn squad. Outside of Kyrie Irving, who isn't a great defender anyways. Playing Sumner, they're playing uh, Cam Thomas, they're playing Seth Curry. None of these guys played a lick of defense. Like, it's not... <laughs> no, it's not. A, this is a, this is a good matchup for for Malcolm Brogdon. Cleveland and New York. <laughs> I have to throw Donovan Mitchell on my on my player pool here, simply because he's playing New York. He crushed New York last time they played. This is a silly reason you should pretty much never do this, but I do feel like some players that take things personally. There was a lot of Donovan Mitchell to New York talk in the offseason and all that. Didn't come to fruition. He's from there. Uh, 8,500, though, for Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it just feels like a good price. And uh, Knicks are a good matchup. Closing guards. So, there you go. And i got to mention that I've got a whole lot of interest here also in the Sacramento Kings and the Chicago Bulls. Everyone has to. Everyone has to. This is not just me being a homer for once. The total on this game is 237.5. It's huge. It could, it could hit 240. It could hit, I mean, yeah, I would not be surprised. Neither of these, these teams play defense. Bulls and Kings, neither of these teams play defense at all. I would not be surprised if it's at 130, 32 or something. Something ridiculous. 134 to 130, 120, you know, something like that. <laughs> I would not at all be surprised. Now, either team could go cold. And that would make my plays that I'm about to suggest probably not very good. But, hey, that happens to every NBA team. We're just going to assume they're going to have an average shooting day and average defense day where they just don't play any. And, uh, you know, they'll end up around 120, 130 points each of them. But I got to mention my guys here on the, on the Bulls that are just grossly underpriced, especially for a matchup like this. DeMar DeRozan, 8,100. And Zach Levine at 7,100. I think of those two, I actually have... More interest in Zach Levine. I think I think Demar Derozan is a safer play because he's gonna guaranteed shoot a bunch of shots. Just had a dud. Just didn't shoot the ball well. And against this Kings terrible defense, he's gonna try to put up 30, 40 points. I I'm probably gonna go play his points prop right now as soon as we get off this. So there you go. <laughs> There's a little hint at some of that wager passing uh, content we've got for you. Uh, but Zach Levine, 7,100, seems like the better play to me, simply because he's been playing better. Like, I watch these games, and I've told you before, I told you last time, before this last game, and he still had a pretty decent game, but I told you, he looks healthy now. He's not afraid to take contact anymore. He's attacking the basket. That's the Zach Levine from two seasons ago that we loved and that was an all-star and that, you know, he was just seemed like a max contract guy. I'm not going to, like, fully claim him all the way back. He's not, like, 100% like back. Zach is the guy, dude, guy. But he's starting to look like that dude, guy, guy, dude, guy, guy. <laughs> uh, so 7,100. I like him. Uh, Kevin Horder on the other side of the ball, 5,400. I think that's a smash play against a bull squad that really struggles to, to guard the three-pointer. Told you guys to play, play Thompson against my bulls. And what happened? Had a great game. Lots of threes. Bulls are crappy 
at rotating out to the guys in the corners shooting threes. Kevin Horry's going to get some open threes here. He just needs to hit them down for us to hit value. Uh, Keegan Murray, 3,600, seems like a smash play as well. Starting to really turn it on again. Uh, 28, I believe it was, DK points two games ago. He had 30-something DK points last one. 3,600 is just grossly underpriced, especially, again, in a matchup like this where the point total is so high. So I would lock in Keegan Murray. I think that's a lock for me at the value that he's at there. So can you put up a dud? Sure. He's a rookie. A little bit inconsistent. But not a lot of risk here at 3,600. And I think he's going to do just fine. Guys, if you haven't signed up for thrivefantasy.com yet, go do it. What are you waiting for? Use the promo code ETHOS to get your first deposit match up to $250. Go win some money. Give me some. No, don't give me some. Do. Give it to me. No. Uh, go take it and, and, and win more. Uh, actually, go take that money and invest in, in, in the ETHOS 360 pass and then we'll Anyways, Thrive Fantasy Plays, I've got a few of them here. I don't like a whole lot of them. I do have three of them here, though, for you. We've got Zach Levine at twenty six over 26.5 points and assists. I just talked about him. Ad nauseum. He's back, so to speak. And this is just a good matchup. That's 100 points for that one. I like Anthony Simons over 26.5 points at plus odds, 110 points for that one. Um, Yeah. This is a good matchup for him, too, in the Pacers, so... And I like Halliburton over 33.5 points, rebounds, assists. That's 100 points. And, you know, the Trailblazers are just as good of a matchup to go against as the Pacers are. So uh, a good matchup for Halliburton. I think he hits that over. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. I'm going to go try to get some rest. It is late here. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful evening. And thank you for listening. And if you can follow me, please uh, go follow me on Twitter at, at BSPPKeith. And wherever you're listening, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate you. Until next time, guys, go get that money.